Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our favorite topic, vocation, talking about the first estate, the family. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I'm Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me... Pastor Brian Rickey. And Pastor Jason Goodham. Yes. We're changing it up. Oh, man. (laughs) There go our ratings. Oh, people that are used to uh, familiarity and yeah. sitting in the same spot at church. It's, it's every, not like yeah. Lutherans are creatures of habit right, and repetition yeah. at all. Yeah, we never sit in the same spots no, in the same pew and, no. and then ask people to move because they're sitting in our, yeah. our spot. You we know? even do that at and here. Here. I, we have I our sit in the same seats. chair yeah. every time. Yeah. And, and I introduce my sermons with the same introduction, same conclusion. Mm-hmm. Well, I could move, but then you guys would have to run the stuff behind me, mm-hmm. so... I listen to your sermons. It always feels like there's a hundred visitors at your church. This is the way you because I address the visitors yeah, right. that might not be welcome on my to church. the visit. Yeah, <laughs> special welcome to those of you who are visiting us this Sunday. Yeah, so a lot of times that is to no one. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, I, I always secret. hit it just in case uh, someone is and I don't recognize them. <laughs> nice. Well, and, yeah. and technically, anyone who hasn't joined our church is a visitor. So, mm. and we have regular. There you go. Attenders that aren't members because they're okay. students or something. Interesting. Mm. Or they're hedging yeah. their bets about me. We'll talk about well, that. In people the could go to oh, their <laughs> go to your church if they go to Refcon. Refcon <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Brian's like, why are you inviting them to Jason's church? Yeah, and right. not to my no, church? no, <laughs> jerk no. face. No, I, I just if you're in I the was, Twin Cities, come yeah. to. Honestly, I yeah. can tell you what happened is I talked about mm-hmm. you were talking about membership, yeah. and I said you're the second estate, and oh. I'm thinking about something yes. I wrote down. Yes. Yes. You are you yeah. are chomping at the bit to get to the next series of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but Cliff. I just I mm-hmm. think I've been be- kind of really examining. Uh, church membership, why it is important and why, honestly, it's kind of really been mm-hmm. lost in yeah. modern American Christianity. And I think that's a tragedy, if I'm honest. Yep. And if you want to hear about that, come to RefCon yes. 2019. Yes. Way to be. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well played, Mauer. Oh, exactly. you know, different Old example. Old school commercial. I know, I know. Yeah. It's a twins, twins-centric. It's just twins territory. You're just an <sighs> alien and a sojourner. Well, I'm more of an alien about baseball than even yeah. one of you combined. And that's, a sh- that's really the tragedy here. Yeah, I know. It's God. Love covers a multitude of yeah. sins, right? There will be baseball in heaven. <laughs> Just no White Sox. Dad, can we have a catch? Yeah. No, 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 we can't because that is an inappropriate phrase. Okay. We're going to clear that up right now. You do not have a catch. You play catch. Okay. 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 okay? We're, we're, we're done with that nonsense but right here. Do you remember the team that that was in the movie? Yeah. The team that okay. cheated and lost the World Series. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably read scripture. That's a good idea. <laughs> And what are we talking about today? It is vocation. vocation. Yes. And uh, we're talking about the vocation in family life, family vocation. Um, And I don't know, we haven't said this already, but if you want to learn more, obviously there's so much more to be said about these. I I feel kind of bad that we're barely skimming the surface. We're barely, we we just touched our toe to the top of it and made a ripple. But if you want to read more, um, 
Can't recommend, vocation, yeah, yeah, can't recommend Gene Veith enough, um, the patron saint of vocation. <laughs> yeah. Can we call him yeah, that, I that's guess? That's what I call yeah. him. Yeah, so especially in the area of vocation and the family, yes. he's written a book with his daughter, Mary right. Morby, mm-hmm. called Family Vocation. Yep. It's the sole text that I use in the curriculum for my premarital counseling. I don't do anything else other Ooh. than have them read through Family Vocation with mm-hmm. me yeah. because I, I just think there's minimal use to... Mm-hmm some of the other fringe stuff that you can try to set up in a premarital counseling situation. We do budget setup, which isn't really addressed in the book. Mm -hmm. But other than that, uh, looking at marriage vocationally Mm -hmm. and looking at your family vocationally is excellent. I cannot Mm -hmm. recommend family vocation high enough. I I, I use it in my, uh, I've taught a class at our Bible college relationships and marriage. And that's, I use that book too. Yeah, I think I like that book even more than I like God at Work, which is saying mm, something. Yeah. I really like Family Vocation. Right. Read cool. read Veith. Yeah, yeah, do read. it. If it has the name Gene Veith attached to it, read it. Mm-hmm. You yes. can't go wrong. That's right. All right. Cool. We should, we should have them as a guest. That'd be kind of cool. I know. We well, should. We, uh, we'll see. I'll, uh, I've, I know people who Send know people. Send in your cash, don- cash donations. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Gene Veith yeah. and are yeah. in good standing with Gene Veith. <laughs> it would be fun to, to meet him. Yeah. yeah. Or speak with them at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Genesis Good. 2. Yes. Um, I'm going to read a portion of scripture um, here in Genesis 2, starting at verse 18, um, talking about marriage. Marriage is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature that was its name. The man gave names to all livestock and to all the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this is at last, is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Amen. Here ends the reading. Mm -hmm. Now, am I the only one here who can't think about the book of Genesis (laughs) without thinking about Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins? That's just a thing for me. Yeah, you're the only one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you probably are. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I think of my old seminary professor, but yeah. Um, there, probably better than Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. Probably. However, they're great musicians and mm-hmm. uh, very innovative. Hmm. And uh, Peter Gabriel, as he made his records, I probably don't want to get off on this. But wow. He was extremely... <laughs> bit on that. Yeah, oh, yeah, extremely, right. almost OCD in the way that he would record. And it was, it's quite interesting, actually. Huh. Anyway. Right. I don't know. But the imagery that's going on in our text is so beautiful. And there's a lot of times we miss mm-hmm. a, a lot of what's there because mm-hmm. we get so familiar with it. We yep. hear it at weddings and yeah. we, we hear it in other areas. But, you know, it's like, well, why did the, the whole animal thing come up in the middle of that? Is that an ADD moment for, for, for God or the writer Genesis Moses? And it's not at all. Mm-hmm. It's to, to, for Adam to come to the same conclusion mm-hmm. that God's already yeah. come to. Right. It is not good that man should be yep. alone. I love Adam how, needed to and, understand yeah. that. It also teaches that cats are completely superfluous and unnecessary creatures. <laughs> yes. It's biblical. So. Taylor Swift will what? never, ever listen to our, pro- our podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's not go there. But yeah. it is. It, it's you know, and it's that knowledge that mm-hmm. that God designed mm-hmm. marriage to be between man and yeah, woman. Right. Let us make humanity in yeah. our own image. You know, and, man, humanity. And in a way that your spouse is the partner that God has designed mm-hmm. for you to have. Mm-hmm. Not in a Disney. There's only one soulmate for you, sort of a way. Mm-hmm. But in the way that God has designed the marriage relationship mm-hmm. to be that sort of partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and it's funny because assessing that, you know, I've got four boys. One of them is married and I, I have a granddaughter. Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. And my other two are in, they're all three of them are in college. It's kind of crazy, my three older ones. And so as they're they're going to there, and you know, as you go to Bible school, you know, the old joke, uh, you know, the Association for Bridal College, yep, you know, yep, you got yep. the whole joke there. And we've talked, so we've been talking about that a lot with my third young, third mm-hmm. youngest or second youngest, second youngest, third oldest. Um, and as we're talking about that, I said, you know, the one thing that you don't want to, you want, you don't want to go too far in the, into the sovereignty of God in, in your spouse, but you'd also don't want to go too far into the Disney realm either. Mm-hmm. There's a balance between the two. I do think there is a wisdom of understanding personality types in that it helps you to find someone mm-hmm. that, if I dare say this, it will be easier to walk in covenant love with mm-hmm. than other personalities. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Sure. Not that you take psychology or even, you know, personality types over that of scripture, but it's applying scripture to understanding, you know, your personality and how the two of you can really preach a sermon throughout the entirety Mm -hmm. of your marriage. Yep. And I think yeah. that that's okay. And I think it, we it, it's at uh, least helpful to know the the joys and struggles that you, you'll have yeah. in your unique relationship. Well, yeah. it also goes to show how difficult it is for our weakened, sinful human nature to unset, understand any concept of free will that is appropriate and biblical. Yeah. Where we want to exercise our free will is in the places where we have no free will because our will is bound, and that is in the area of the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. where. You know, oh, have you made a decision for Christ? Have you chosen Jesus today? <laughs> All of these things. You're dead. You can't. You're a corpse. Yeah. But in the areas where we have free will, it is not to say that it doesn't matter who we marry. Hey, that yep, e- even in this concept that God hasn't, there's not some, you know, farm girl in the Swiss Alps yodeling her way until she finds you mm-hmm. sort of a thing. <laughs> Let's run with that image for you. Oh, my goodness. Unfortunately, I have. Go ahead. (laughs) But at the same time, it's just not like, well, just get married to any girl you know. That's not what it is. God wants us to be wise with our decisions, but it is not necessarily this foreordained, etched in stone sort of mandate. Yeah, I know. I think we we think we're too important sometimes. (laughs) If there's anything that sinful nature does for us, it gives us this inflated self of sense of importance in God's cosmic plan. And so part of being a parent is is trying to help your your children to mm-hmm. choose a good spouse that yep. will not only be like-minded in the spiritual things and in faith things and matters of faith mm-hmm. you know but also someone that you have fun with mm-hmm. that you can laugh with that you can have joy with yep. because all of those things are part of the vocation of yeah, marriage right and, and to, actually, to not be alone yeah, yeah and that comes out almost in a whimsical way in the text mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite things to point out when I'm teaching this to students who I'm doing premarital counseling is Adam's alone 
and he's naming all of the animals. Mm-hmm. And then God plops a woman into his life, and the first thing he does is he just spouts off poetry. I know. Mm-hmm. That's cool, <laughs> you know, though. You know, mm-hmm. we at can last, look at that at bone a, of my bone, yes, flesh yes. of my yeah. Cynically, we can say, yeah, that's what a woman does well, to but, a man. But, <laughs> but you know, well, come on. Though. Look, have yeah. you ever, like, the first time you saw your wife mm-hmm. when you were dating, like, dressed up, and you're kind of like, Wow. Yeah, uh, you know, that's kind of what's going on there, yeah, and I just right. think that's a beautiful picture. It's yes, wonderful. Yeah, it's a, yes, and we and we missed that yeah. sometimes. Well, right. and God allows us to run with that here. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a it's a poetic expression mm-hmm. of love from Adam, but it's an also an acknowledgement of this very unique relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it you also know? kind of is like a detachment from one. And then to an attachment to another. Mm-hmm. So they need to leave their father and yep. mother. And, yep. and so now your marriage is your primary neighbor, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yep. That yep. is your closest, like as you said before, yep. most intimate neighbor. And you are now, as a man, the spiritual leader of that home. Yep. And it is is your vocation, can I say it that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to foster and nurture yeah, right. the spiritual environment of your home so that not only can you succeed in marriage, but that your wife succeeds spiritually. Mm-hmm. And you foster and nurture that through the calling that you have as a husband mm-hmm. through your vocation. Well, and, and, and this is a, a, another great area in scripture where we can start to bring some of that out. And it's kind of what would be the silent teaching of Scripture, where it's not laid out for us directly, but we we, we draw it out of the text. Mm-hmm. Is the first event in Adam's relationship with God is that God relayed to him His Word. God mm-hmm. communicated to him His instructions. Okay, don't eat from the tree of yep. life or the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For in eating of them you shall surely die, mm-hmm. or or the literal translation, dying you shall die, is yeah. what the Hebrew says mm-hmm. there. And then. God creates woman in that order. So Adam's vocation, the way he loves his wife, mm-hmm. is to communicate God's word and God's will to Adam or to yeah. Eve. And Adam fails at that. Yes, he did. The, the, the sin of the Garden of Eden, yes, Eve sinned. She believed the certain's lie. The sin of the Garden of Eden is that Adam first failed to relay those instructions in an effective manner. And then Adam, who we know was there, failed to stop Eve from eating. Yeah, and Paul reminds us of that very clearly in Mm -hmm. the book of Romans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You know, through one man. Yep. Sin entered the world. Well, like, well, Eve's the one who who ate the fruit, but Adam failed in his vocation. And it's so interesting. Paul brings out the other angle of that. In, at the end of First Timothy two, mm-hmm. in that really uncomfortable passage about submission, yeah, but it, it, that's talking about the woman's vocation as mother, mm-hmm. and not what happened at the fall. Yeah, you know it, it, that's the context that comes out. But the whole responsibility of what's going on on the seventh day of creation, and, and I tend to, to line up with Luther on this that he believed oh, really? all of no, this. Yeah. <laughs> he believed he believed the fall happened mm-hmm. on the first Sabbath. Like it was day seven mm. and that was it. That's where, where where Luther went with it. And I think it fits. But it, it, it comes down to Adam's failure mm-hmm. in his vocation as a Christian, as a child of God, mm-hmm. and in his vocation as a husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's too bad. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Um, but but you, you go back and... God recognizes 
that the natural human state, even before sin, is incomplete mm-hmm. without marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That speaks to the importance of what marriage means to our society and the fact that Paul in the New Testament builds on that concept and it is actually a supernatural gifting mm-hmm. to be single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's it, it's it's something to be treated with honor. Mm-hmm. And now on the one side, we we don't fall off the side of the horse that the Roman Catholic Church has fallen off. It's say that it's the thing to be pursued above all costs to be holy. Mm-hmm. On the other side is the the evangelical church. For a time, I think we're getting better at it. Uh, ha, has kind of denigrated singleness in an mm-hmm. effort to emphasize marriage, and we don't want to do that too. Mm-hmm. But we would recognize that scripture. It's singleness that is the special gifting, it is the default position of human nature to be married, Mm -hmm. to be in that kind of relationship. And then you kind of get to the point where you see that this is God's original design before Mm -hmm. sin entered the world. And so even though you'll never attain that because we are sinners, it's still something that we look at at and we shoot for because here it is. Here's, Here's the blueprint, so to speak, before sin entered the world. And the phrase that I really think is important here mm-hmm. in marriage, especially as we kind of walk into talking about physical intimacy within marriage and mm-hmm. emotional intimacy, they were naked and unashamed. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and that picture, just think about that, you know, in a marriage. And there's so many aspects of Christianity. We touched on this uh, on a previous episode where, where sexuality in the marriage has been so shame-based mm-hmm. and so prudish that it has become repressive in many, many areas. But but this, if it's naked and unashamed in mm-hmm. its blueprint, that's what we need to teach our kids. Yeah. That in the bounds of marriage, this is a beautiful, wonderful, and it, it is the greatest honeymoon gift that God could give to a married couple. Mm-hmm. Because it go, go no ahead. no go ahead because it's an aspect that reveals God that nothing else can. And so if you think about the Trinity, and I'm going to bring that into it, you've got the one God of Israel revealed in three distinct persons. And I've talked about this before, and it might make you uncomfortable, but I really want you to think about the the words that I'm using and the true meaning of it. In God, in, in and of himself, there is perfect harmony, perfect comfort, perfect rest, but also perfect ecstasy. There is a joy and a fulfillment that God has in himself as the triune God of creation revealed in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that is given to the married couple where they can experience in a very small part the ecstasy, the intimacy, Mm -hmm. and the beauty Mm -hmm. that God is in and of himself in the realm of physical intimacy and emotional intimacy. Mm -hmm. And we have done a horrible job as the church yeah, right. to teach this. Right. And I'm I'm kind of disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. And um, I've actually woven it into my confirmation curriculum. Of course, it's age appropriate, but I think it's that important mm-hmm. to, to show kids that this is a precious gift from God. Yeah. That's why you wait, because mm-hmm. this is the design of it. Mm-hmm. This is how God intended it to be. And in that design... It is. It should be beautiful, and it should be magical. Mm-hmm. It should be wonderful in something that is to be desired by both male and female within the marriage. Yeah, yeah. And I think that in many ways, I think the church has done a disservice to sow seeds honestly into a lot of our young women, where they don't have a healthy view of this at all. 
Well, maybe our maybe this episode can be part of start of the start that of a solution. Looking yeah, down right. those things. I was going to say mm-hmm. in response to that whole idea of naked and unashamed. Mm-hmm. I have a toddler at home, and he is quite often naked <laughs> and unashamed. <laughs> so, whatever is built into uh, two year olds uh, and three year olds. <laughs> and no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing what we let our sinful nature destroy mm-hmm. that God has intended for the use of good. Yeah. And, and there's so many yeah. different ways we can go with that. But, you know, we, we touched on it last episode. We built on it this episode. It's absolutely part of what's going on here with Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's built into the theology of marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But physical mm-hmm. intimacy is not only a necessity in a marriage relationship, it is a good necessity mm-hmm. it is it is it is to be celebrated obviously amen a, <laughs> no that's okay man I, I, I appreciate that i preached on this recently and i call it this is worship yeah and it was so funny because i had several wives come up to me it's like thanks a lot i go what do you mean well now my my husband's coming up hey can we worship tonight you know but it is it is it is a beautiful wonderful thing and if we can't talk about that in the church in the context of yeah, marriage, right, right. where are we going to talk about it? Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's I'm, true. I'm telling you, this yep. is a passion of mine, and I, I don't know how to help the listener that, that's mm-hmm. here, but if you are a pastor or a teacher, mm-hmm. or you're in a marriage that isn't healthy in that area, please, please, please don't ignore it. It's, because that is not the will of God. Yep. It's, it's the truth in, in the church that whatever we fail to talk about, the world will run away with and make it its own. Well, mm-hmm. on the devil, it's, that's how he has such a foothold yeah. Yeah. in people's yeah. life through pornography, through whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Because we honestly, we have taught it so dysfunctionally within the church that we've kind of sown the seeds of that. We're mm-hmm. reaping what we sowed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a tragedy and it's awful. And honestly, I believe all pastors need to take the initiative and begin to teach this from a biblical perspective that it is beautiful. It is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is designed specifically and only for marriage. But when you, when you preach and teach what we're for mm-hmm. rather than hound on what we're against, yeah. then we camp on the gospel. Mm-hmm. Then we bring it into the gospel yep. and the love of yep. God. Amen. 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 I could keep going. Yeah. But I got my scripture verse. Uh, Hebrews um, chapter 13, beginning in verse 20. Now may God, the God of peace, who brought you again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion on vocation. God bless you and have a great week.